Oh, right. Audio action. <laughs> Sanitation? I was going to be a little bit more happy than that, but okay. <laughs> you were like, salutations. <laughs> oh, that's unintentional. Um, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm the one and only uh, acquaintance. <laughs> I have other friends. Of my co-host, Bronwyn. What? You're your own co-host? Whose only oh, friend wait. is yourself? No, I, I said I'm the acquaintance of my co-host. <laughs> and then you said Bronwyn. As if yeah, your co-host I was Bron- Bronwyn. Oh, I, Bronwyn. <laughs> <laughs> the commas are important. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and I'm Bronwyn's friend, Sophia. I'm not Okay, gonna- well that was boring. Oh jeez, okay. Well, I, I, Sophia... <laughs> Sophia too, as I said about one of those philosophers ages ago. Do you remember that? No. Nope. Hippocrates too. <laughs> oh yes, yes, anyway. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Sophia, am the sole other acquaintance. Oh, I thought you were gonna of... say soulmate, but it's okay. <laughs> oh. Oh <laughs> no! I wish I'd said soulmate. I, Sophia, am Bronwyn's soulmate, <laughs> and um, we are excited to be recording again. We're sorry it's been a bit. Maybe this will be uploaded. I might. I think I'll be able to edit this today, so hopefully it can upload tomorrow, which will mean we we're keeping to the two weeks every every, every other week schedule, which would be good. It's Tuesday right now. Yes. For context. Yeah, and it is Tuesday. Wednesday. We're just kind of like, every now and then, we're like, hey, uh, so that thing that we do, we should, <laughs> we should we get should back on that. <laughs> and you know, it's been, it's been, that's been working. Um, and, and it's been, it's been a while, but, but you know, we're back at it. Yeah. Back at it and ready to go. I had, it sounded better in my head. <laughs> It, yeah, I can imagine it's not. I can, you know, if I say it in my head, it sounds pretty exciting. Um, it didn't when you said it, but I can imagine like where it was coming from, <laughs> making me feel so much better about myself. Wow, you're welcome. You are just uh, the this historic time continues. Indeed. Maybe like, oh my goodness, maybe in someone's project, right? Their high school project, and they're studying like historical events and maybe this will be like a primary source for the <laughs> our podcast outbreak of 2020 it was like what did people do they did and a like podcast. everyone's they did nothing but if beyond that they did this and then they'll be like wow these are two icons uh-huh <laughs> we're gonna be famous <laughs> they'll cite this exact portion of the i'm telling the future i'm telling you now we're gonna be cited in the 24th edition of the american pageant at the very end like episode whatever that episode was where we talked about things to do during quarantine like i'll be like this oh these God. two teenagers one day when bored <laughs> got on skype <laughs> thanks to the wonders of technology i don't know why i became 
British as this textbook narrator <laughs> all of a sudden, but, you know. I, Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yes, anyways. So, we're, yeah. We're, <laughs> as you can tell, we're thriving. Oh, yeah, not losing our minds at all. <laughs> as sane as a week ago. <laughs> Or I guess more than a week, six weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, this like is like throwbacks to the um, the first few episodes where we we couldn't say anything without like hee 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 hee. Um, and like, <laughs> we couldn't say anything so without frequently <laughs> now. <laughs> that like we're getting back to that. Um, maybe it's like symbolic of something oh jeez is it symbolic of our descent oh into goodness. insanity as we continue to stop I think to that's not it. be talking to people i you know I it so. is going to be an issue for me anyways as a an introvert who was just like this year and last year starting to get a little bit less intro- introverted and start to enjoy talking to people more to go back to normal if that ever happens and to have to talk to people again might actually be an issue. <laughs> and yeah. I look forward to the crazy things that that future Sophia is going to do and say. Cause I don't It'd know. be quite funny if it took like a while for people to actually start talking normally because like at least in terms of my classes or other like group video calls, it's not normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least for me because... I, generally speaking, enjoy talking. Um, <laughs> You're an extrovert. And, <laughs> it makes sense. And the, generally, you know, I can, I, I don't want to interrupt people, that's rude, and I would never talk over people. I hate, like, feeling like I cut someone off and they didn't get an opportunity to speak or whatever. So, but if you're in person, like, it can be pretty easy to avoid that. You just have to, like, watch people. Um or if you have like a witty line to say, you can say it kind of quietly and people aren't like, sorry, what? What did you hear? I mean, what did you say? It's like, oh, haha, like nice side comment, right? But when you're in video call, every single thing you say matters. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so it's gotten to the point where like, I really don't participate unless I'm sure that no one else has anything to say, which means that like there, and I think everyone does that. So there's like a lot of just sitting there like, anyone have anything to say anyone have anything to say and then three people are like guess not and start to speak and (laughs) i feel like there's gonna be it's gonna be a while before people like regain speech patterns (laughs) in group settings yeah um that same thing happened we had a a big um zoom conference with my my mom's entire side of the family so my mom has three siblings and then my grandparents and we had this was on sunday and we realized during this um, Zoom conference that you can't, you really, I mean, obviously, you can't have side conversations. So, like, anything you say, you always have to be listening to that conversation. And then you can't, like, I don't know, it's, it's like, all six, I mean, there weren't, there were more than six people, but all six screens had to be talking about the same thing. And then usually, like, two people had to be talking at once. And my grandparents, I love my grandparents. Um, but they didn't fully get that, like, you can't, even when you whisper, everyone still hears what you're saying. (laughs) So they would be trying to have, um, side conversations, and then my uncle would just start laughing and making fun of them, because they were like, Granny, 
everyone can hear you <laughs> when you whisper. <laughs> There's no whispering. Like, everything has to be said out loud. Yeah. It's a weird... And I have to consciously, like, <laughs> like have another, like, like, sit there and tell myself in words. Like, when we do, like, a friend group video call. Don't say the funny thing. Don't say the funny thing. Don't say the funny thing. Because it's not that funny. And you're going to disrupt the entire flow of conversation to say a pun that, like, at this point is kind of out of time. Like, it's a bit too late. And it's, like, eh. and so I have to, like, consciously, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. (laughs) Because it's so hard to resist. your pun instincts. It's it's a struggle. Oh, my goodness. It's so difficult. (laughs) Anyways... Um, we got off track again (laughs) (laughs) we did but that's okay because we don't have many quotes for this particular episode yeah it's our podcast don't come after us I don't know who would come after us anyway but (laughs) (laughs) you know who you are yeah exactly what's your wordlet no it's my first my what's your wordlet so my first word is sodare um, oh, I got it right. Um, which is a word that I found when I was looking for words for our actual thing. And then I was like, huh, doesn't quite fit. It's a <laughs> bit specific. <laughs> and that is a feeling of longing, melancholy, or nostalgia that is supposedly characteristic of the Portuguese or Brazilian temperament. Now, it's a Portuguese word, which I feel like is a little bit different than being indicative of portuguese temperament but you know google maybe maybe you are right i've never heard this word before but it's kind of interesting um yeah i guess maybe it's like related to a cultural like appreciation of um history and the past that's very cool it's to be a portuguese word <laughs> that's very cool and it's interesting that it's a portuguese word and it's a so i mean I guess it makes sense now that I'm saying it. A Portuguese word is associated with the personality of Portuguese people. Okay, that was kind you of know, what I, was getting at. I I didn't think that through. <laughs> I have. I mean, I guess it's a good thing we're doing this podcast because all conversational skills are clearly. Being oh my lost. goodness! At the end of the school day, like now, but I like. I've been really sticking to, like, the school hours that they give us because... Yeah, me too. If I don't, then I'm not going to be able to get my work done. Same here. And I'm not going to get anything done, and it won't be great. Um, and I've been probably more productive than I generally am because I'm, like, trying to get things done in, like, the hour of office hours that the teachers have, and that's kind of my structure. Um, but at the end of the day, <laughs> my brain is so unable to focus that someone will ask me a question and I like can't give a proper answer and it's happened every day um and I'll like I'll like stutter which I don't I don't have a stutter but I'll like start like being unable to finish a sentence properly or I'll like mix up words and yeah anyways it's a struggle it truly is (laughs) Um, while you're drinking your your tea, yes, thank you. (laughs) Um, My, my first word is neurolinguistics, which I did not know was a thing until yesterday, um, because I was talking to my Latin and Greek teacher, 
and he was telling me about a former student of his who is cur- currently getting her PhD in linguistics, which means she is my new ro- role model. Um, <laughs> and she apparently, her focus is in neurolinguistics. And it is the branch of linguistics dealing with the relationship between language and the structure and functioning of the brain. So very cool. Like essentially people studying how the brain comes up with language and like how it processes That's language, so cool. the acquisition of language. All that stuff. Do you, why, do you have a pillow with the British flag on it? Um, it's a hot water bottle. <laughs> but why? Why does he... We got it in England. Why did you well, get a hot water bottle in England? I didn't get it. My sister did. Why did For you her mom's s- a present. Um, and I quite love it. It's very warm and it's like a nice weight and it's like not warm anymore, but it's a little bit, it's like, it's, 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 it's lukewarm and, um, stunning. I mean, I can't argue with that. It is stunning. Now, I have a question about neurolinguistics. I don't think I can answer it, but go ahead. I do... Like, does it, um, does it include, like, the psychology associated with languages? Like, why did we make them other, like, I guess it's kind of obvious, like, communication, but, like, why certain animals make this their language and others have, like, a limited language, and why humans from all over the world have a similar format? Like, does it involve that kind of thing, or is it more, like, the formula of a language, kind of? I'm sure that's part of it. Um, but I got the sense, like, it's more of the, like, a very scientific aspect of, like, the individual's brain and how that interprets language and, like, picks up. That's how I I saw it. But I think the, like, why we chose, or not why we chose, but why we developed language and how that was developed is a whole other section of linguistics. Like, as my Latin and Greek teacher was saying, there are so many, like, subsets of linguistics which is very cool you could do anything i could do anything (laughs) i mean we already knew that oh shush (laughs) um what is your last wordlet grandiloquent Ooh, that's fancy yeah and the definition is fancy as well it's pompous or extravagant in language style or manner especially in a way that is intended to impress wow um so i get the kind of feeling that this is a word that could describe a lot of characters in like movies from <laughs> like based in like the 50s to the 90s where there was all there's always like that archetype like that one guy who has like a cool car which is in like all of those movies um, that one guy who has a cool car <laughs> sorry i don't know why i, I, sw- that I mean i'm particularly thinking of greece like that that kind of that is the thing that i'm saying spans 40 decades and defines their movies but still it's like i feel like that's kind of what it means it was i think it was in an essay about existentialism for english wow and i was like oh that's cool um and it is a cool word and i think that it is almost like i I don't know the word for this it's like not onomatopoetic but kind of where it's like 
the word itself sounds what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the sense, like, it sounds like a pompous word. Yeah. It is a pompous <laughs> word. Um, less, like, crash. It's like crash. It's like, you know, what I'm trying to get out. Yeah, I, I get um, it. It's very loud. That's cool. I love a good posh word. Very posh. <laughs> What's your next word? Um, my last word lit, I did not look up how to pronounce, and I severely apologize for that but as a return Go to justin's um word book it's a swedish word it's uh i guess this should be like a new segment justin's word book like, i get almost like, all of my wordlets from there now it's well, amazing that's the thing, right and like every week we could be like the justin update <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna and run out of words from word, this book eventually maybe it's a maybe, well then we just talk say, about justin hey, justin <laughs> say something and then we like quote his text or whatever. Um, Justin has said, some pretty he, good texts. An English guy. He writes poetry. He writes poetry. Oh my goodness, we could have we could read some of Justin's poetry. Justin, our, well, we the, need to the, ask. The podcast if has been changed. <laughs> we need to, to ask now if... be a Justin appreciation podcast. <laughs> well, we've got to ask if Justin's okay with this. It's okay. We don't need no, to. No, I, I think go. we definitely do. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. But, um, no? Justin, you hear that? This is all for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, this wordlet is another one from Justin's wonderful book. And it is the, it's Resfeber, Resfeber, something like that. Spelled R-E-S-F-E-B-E-R. And it means, I love this definition so much. It means the restless race of the traveler's heart before the journey begins, when anxiety and anticipation are tangled together, a travel fever that can manifest as an illness. So, as an illness? Um, yeah, like you can get, apparently, you can get so excited about traveling that you get sick, which is not wow. amazing, but very interesting. But I mean, that might have happened to me, or I might have actually been sick, because when I was six, I was supposed to go on a plane to visit my grandparents with my dad, and at midnight i forgot that i was leaving otherwise i wouldn't have said that i was sick <laughs> but i was sick and then i couldn't go oh it was really sad that's so sad <laughs> yeah oh, um no but i also forgot that i was going so because it was the middle of the night and i was six <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> i think maybe it's different um I don't know. Well, what this word reminded me of was um, my brother and I, not so much anymore. Well, even sometimes now, I just, I guess we just haven't gone on a huge trip in a while. Um, but my brother and I, when we were little and we were about to go on like some big exotic trip, we, what would always happen is we would get what we would call excitement sleep, which is where, I mean, this is, I'm sure, a universal thing, but we thought we were so unique with our our anxious sleep or our excitement sleep like we would try to go to sleep but we were so excited about getting on a plane the next morning that we just yeah. couldn't go to sleep and we wouldn't be able to stop thinking about and then this became a thing like every dinner the night before we were gonna leave we'd be like oh my god can't wait for excitement sleep tonight like we're gonna get anxious sleep this isn't and then my mom would always be like well you don't you don't want to get anxious sleep because <laughs> then you're gonna be tired the next day like why are you excited for this but it was just like that feeling of anticipation and excitement that it was, like, every time we went somewhere, I'd be like, oh, time for the anxious sleep. <laughs> so now we have an, an actual word for it. And I guess it's resfiber. Resfiber. It's a good word. It's very good. Um, I'm a fan. Bronwyn. 
we we've mm. talked for a while and we haven't even yeah. talked about our topic yet would you like to introduce it um yeah i would actually amazing um, i didn't come up with it uh <laughs> sophia did and it's videography Indeed. it's very classy um not cinematography but like it's not um, it's more like home videos <laughs> and like, I keep on saying like, I'm, you know, gotta get out of that habit, but videography is, we're going to talk about it in the sense of home videos of, you know, just those funny moments that you capture on camera and we've talked about photography, but that's not the same because photography is very artistic. And while cinematography is artistic, this is videography, which is more like ridiculous. <laughs> All the silly it's, things yeah, that you capture it's, on it's camera. Its focus is like capturing moments, but not it could be in an artistic way, but like I think for us it's more for teenagers just, with a phone who enjoy capturing embarrassing moments of their friends, it's more of a like platform. There we go. Just like <laughs> Remember how funny that was? And then you can look back on all the videos you have on your phone yeah. and smile. And it's great. And we have, you know what we might do? We could do, um, because we have talked for so long, <laughs> is we could even do one quote. Yeah, and go to I think that would be, that I think mm-hmm. that would be a good idea. All right, what's your word? Uh, you get to go with your word because I'm editing this one, I believe. Oh, okay. My word is really good. Your word is really good. It was really good. Okay, so my word is schmaltz, which means excessive sentimentality, especially in in music or movies. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Now, this is a word that um, became a Yiddish word in the 1930s from the German word schmaltz, meaning dripping or lard, which is interesting, Hmm. I guess, because you're like... (laughs) <laughs> dripping with sentimentality I'm sure there's a logic there but not only is it a cool definition and a cool word I find Yiddish such a cool language because yeah. it's actually in at least in um, where we live I think in like the northeast of the United States I think the there's a lot of Yiddish kind of incorporated in from my experience in ways that we don't notice and I think it's really interesting because it's always there are always the words that make you smile and there's a word for everything and it's just it makes English more exciting to have words that aren't English so words like schmutz that's like yeah that's what I was going to mention that that word reminded me of and the word like schnoz is nose or like tush like those words <laughs> are used Yiddish? all the time. Tush is Yiddish. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. And it's really interesting because um it's those are the words that like they bring a smile to your face. Yeah. There are a lot of words like that. And it's a really fascinating language and so I got excited that not only is it a cool definition, but it's also from a cool language that would be an interesting one to learn. That's so cool. I do I love your word. I I think a good place to look for words when we are stuck on what words to use for a certain topic <laughs> is different languages because Absolutely. certain other languages are just able to express um, concepts so much more eloquently than English is, and I think that's amazing. Yeah. What's your word? <laughs> <laughs> um, my word is also from a different language, and it's also from Justin's book. 
ju- this really is a Justin Appreciation Podcast. So thank you, Justin, for your contributions. <laughs> um, this word I also didn't look up how to pronounce, so I s- apologize. My best guess is fubatsushi, um, and it's Japanese. And it means the things, so feelings, sense, or images that evoke memories or anticipation of a particular season. So not quite videography, but I just liked the idea of an image in particular evoking the memory of um, a time that has passed. Like, I, I take a lot of videos of a lot of things, which I'll go into um, in <laughs> anecdotes. And I do go back and watch a lot of them especially like a lot of times I'll just scroll back and I'll find a video like I find found a video of you the other day from like 10th grade I think we were at the farm and we were just being ridiculous um and I was like I completely forgot about that and thank goodness I captured that on video because it was then bringing me back to a time when you know, it was, I mean, it's it's getting warmer outside, but it was warm outside, and we were out with people and planting, and that was a very different season, obviously, and it made me smile, so I just you liked that the, idea. I think that's, like, I think you said it exactly, because, so I think, I'm pretty sure, like, this, the average human re- remembers, like, three or four things from every year. Like, very Really? Well. And so unless you have, like, a really... There's certain people who have, like, a, a memory that can catalog every single moment. Um, it's kind of like a photographic memory. Um, but if you don't have that, like, you generally don't remember very much except for um, moments where you have very, like, extreme emotions. And even then, like, a lot of those take... And so when you're very sad or you're very happy, those are the main things. And they're, like, dramatic events. Those are the ones that you have, like in the front of your mind and then there are a lot of other memories that need a trigger and if you don't have something like a movie or um a photo or even someone talking about it to you 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 might lose that memory forever Mm -hmm. and so i think it's really nice that we have the ability to or i suppose if you journal that's something that's been around for ages right you just need it's really nice to have something that you can go back to access old memories yeah exactly and that is part of the reason why I journal is I have a very bad long-term memory um like people will tell me stuff like remember when we did this in eighth grade and I'll say I remember like one thing from eighth grade so almost certainly no um but I have a full journal from eighth grade so I can look back and see if it was mentioned there um but yeah those there are several types of mediums like that like you were saying photos and videos and journals that are i love going back to to remember certain things it's wonderful yeah um would you like to start us off with your quote you did a much better job at finding good quotes than i did it it took a while it was difficult um Surprise, yeah. surprise, there aren't many amazing philosophical <laughs> quotes about videography, considering it's I a I had to go to memory thing. and, like, photography to find yeah. things, basically. Um, well, my quote is, Recording stories is a way of honoring the faculty of memory, even if it's recorded, outsourcing memory to technology. Wow. Um, which is kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. It's a way of, of if you have limited long-term memory, or if you, like for one reason or another like can't remember a period of time or whatever it might be um 
it's a way of keeping things alive and it's a way i mean if you look at it historically it's going to be really easy for people in the next while to look back at mm-hmm. what life was like now um because there's a lot more technology to assist with that kind of thing is it loud no i just heard something bang and i <laughs> yeah, everything's okay um and yeah it's it's a way of of preserving something that could otherwise be lost so yeah i love that cool. i i really love that like outsource the idea of outsourcing memory to technology like you know that this is not a memory that you're gonna retain for um a long time probably and so you like put it into technology so that you can always return to it and that is such a such an amazing concept yeah i love that and that was said by yvonne adhyambo Owur, uh who is a kenyan writer cool very cool what is your quote um my quote is a picture is worth a thousand words and a video is worth a million pictures and that was said by ankala sabarao and she has many quotes on goodreads but google knows absolutely nothing about her um so i'm not sure who ankala sabarao is um but she i don't know i kind of loved this because i am much more like my dad is the one who is always taking pictures in my family and i'm the one who's always taking videos because for me going back and looking at videos is even more enjoyable than going back and looking at pictures um Mm. just because there you can see like exactly what was happening and the laughter and sometimes snippets of conversations or like if you were pranking somebody or whatever I don't know why that was the thing that came to my mind but you instead of just seeing like one picture of them screaming you get a whole video um and in that way a a video is worth even more words I don't I don't know how to do that math um but yeah but it's true because you can you can capture when you if it's a photo you get to it can be great you get to look back at it like oh that's so nice but there are little details that you can miss and when it's a video or something recorded there are things that every time you watch it again you notice something different yeah um like i mean this isn't really a video but we had a recording of a game we were playing with some friends and someone was really annoyed and frustrated and I listened back, and in the background, I just heard someone say, he's so angry, and it just <laughs> was the kind of thing where I would have totally forgotten about it, but I'll never forget that yeah. now, because you get to relive that moment, and it's one of the funniest things I've, in context, a bit, maybe it makes a bit more sense, but you get to pick up those little details that are so Yeah, exactly. Funny. And that, I mean, I think photos and videos are very different, because with a photograph, like, there, you can also, as we said, you can be more artistic with a photo and do exactly what you want. But me- for me, videos are the things that really capture a memory. And, like, you will go and look back at that video and be able to, like, relive that moment again, which I think is so magical. And I love that. Amazing. That's it. <laughs> um, we have about 13-ish and probably a little more because I'll cut stuff out minutes for anecdotes which is i think more than we usually have so i think so doing good yeah (laughs) um do you want to start with some of your anecdotes yeah okay well the first one i'm gonna say 
because this is probably one of the best memories of something <laughs> very funny caught on camera, which was we were hanging out with some friends and I had hidden. Oh, God. Um, in order to <laughs> jump out and scare a bunch of people because yep. there were a whole bunch of us and like everyone had gone to do things except for me, Sophia, and our friend Ryan. Mm-hmm. And so I hid and I was like, Sophia, Ryan, film. And um, they pretended to have a conversation, you know, act normal. <laughs> and at one point, Ryan was like, oh, Sophia, how was that Spanish test? And Sophia goes, ugh. And then well, I just didn't want to talk about the Spanish test. So yeah. I was like, Ryan, don't ask me about the Spanish test. It's a Friday. I don't want to think about that right now. Exactly. <laughs> and out of nowhere, around the corner walks our friend, um, Ashi. Ashi, who goes, is Ryan bullying you? <laughs> <laughs> and which was like not out of nowhere. And she was like ready to punch him. <laughs> and it was it was Poor one of those Ryan. moments that somehow we caught it on on film and we caught the next sequence of events of each person returning like what on earth is happening mm-hmm. and we have like we managed to get it on two perspectives and so because ryan and i were both and filming ryan. yeah and ryan as and soon as ashi i'm sorry i'm gonna interrupt you for a second yeah, no, go for it. as soon as ashi said is ryan bullying you ryan laughed one of the hardest i've ever heard ryan laugh in my life and it like it's it was amazing and then he started laughing so hard that he dropped his phone so like half of the video from his phone is just the floor while the rest of us are laughing and then i have videos of everyone else coming in and being just so confused because no one had any idea what was going on everyone was ryan was laughing really hard Ashi was confused everyone was was confused and then everyone came in and you came back out from hiding which scared like maybe one person because we were all so distracted but it anyways I'm sorry and it was well no that was that was awful but it was like one of those moments that and I think that was about a year ago and I was sitting in free with with Ryan, and we were rewatching it this year, and still it had the same effect of like we couldn't stop laughing because it was such a funny memory, and and it was probably it was one of the funniest like instances that I can remember, and we managed to catch it on video. Yeah. And I mean, I think that if someone had said it, I would be like, oh yeah, I remember it. But the fact that we had it on video is like, I'm never gonna forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it is absolutely yeah. the kind of thing that I will re- continue to return to when I need to laugh. Like, it is just absolutely iconic. Ashi, you made yeah. a moment to remember forever, <laughs> if you're listening. Exactly. It was a good time. What's your first um, My first anecdote, I'll go back a couple of years. Um, yeah, I guess I'll talk about some of, I mean not really home we don't we didn't really have home videos necessarily or I don't I mean I think we have them somewhere but we have to convert them but my brother and I when we were little were very fascinated with this new video technology um (laughs) and one I mean one thing that was an iconic uh staple of the flame family when my brother and I were little like six and three maybe was was dance parties we would have dance parties and 
it was a great time. We would put whatever song was most popular on the radio at the time, and we would play it like really loudly on the speakers. And we would have our parents video us, and we would dance. And so my mom would be videoing as my brother and I like just absolutely had a great time. And, and usually in our living room, I think, because that was where we had the most stretch of hardwood floor. My brother's signature uh, dance I by the time I started doing dance I started trying to incorporate ballet into the whole thing <laughs> so I would try to like gracefully leap across the living room f- floor to the tune of like um fire burning on the dance floor or whatever <laughs> like just <laughs> at, leaping across while somebody was rapping um and uh my brother liked to do um, very robotic dance moves so he would like run across the like trying to be very stiff and he was always so serious like you had to you had to take him very seriously because he was very serious and we just we have lots of <laughs> lots of videos of dance and then we, when we got a little older and started to play some instruments we would have concerts we would put on concerts for um my mom and dad and we would force them to video it and then at one one thanksgiving we tried to like write our own song compose our own music and it was literally just i don't even know what it was but at one point it consisted of my brother just playing the same high note over and over really 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 fast <laughs> and the whole family was trying so hard not to laugh and it was a oh whole disaster <laughs> but we have that I on video um, I, I don't know where they, we have to work, I've been trying to ask my parents this for a, a long time, but we need to work on finding all of these old home videos and, like, figuring out where they, I think there are several different hard drives in several different places that yeah. are, we need to find because they are amazing, but those are just a couple of things that are in the deep, um, dredges of various flame family technology (laughs) (laughs) what's your next anecdote so for us we did have there are kind of two generations of home videos they're the ones where basically from when i was two or actually who knows maybe three and before and those ones were all on like tape recorders and so for a while we had no way of watching them And then my sister, for my mom's birthday, I believe, last year, she converted them all to, like, digital format and put them on a flash drive. That's so cool. And so we got to see them all. And they are very, very adorable. And they have, there's, the oldest one, I think, is one from when my dad was a baby. And I think they rented, like, video equipment and they made, like, a home video. (laughs) And it's, there's no sound. This is, like, this is, like, 19... 59 like this is a long time ago and um like my dad's a baby and they did like this home video and there's no sound and so when they want to have text there's like text printed on the screen like lori don't do that to bob and then they're like transitions with these cards with words on them and like (laughs) they and that's the oldest one we have and then the the newer ones are when like I'm a baby and my siblings are young, and there I think one of the funnier ones from then is we were at a farm. It was me and my brother, and we were wearing full snowsuits, and I'm like two, 
and full snowsuits and then my tiny little feet are poking out <laughs> and I'm like waddling around and then I like stop to pet the ground and I fall over and I can't get up <laughs> too <laughs> and meanwhile my brother is like hanging onto the fence for dear life and like mooing <laughs> at the cows and it's one of the it's like the kind of chaotic kid energy yeah it's really really sweet and those are kind of the the, so we have all of those ones and then when we were i think i've talked about this before but when we were for a while probably until we were like 10 or so my dad had this blackberry and it was there the blackberry videos because everywhere we went he would like film us with his blackberry and then every few months he would like upload them to his computer and we would look at them again in the row of us biking or just he would do it like all the time that's Um, amazing and it's they were very sweet and i haven't seen those for a while but that's amazing like yeah i was gonna bring up a lot of videos from then a, a little while ago you showed me a couple of the the older home videos when you were tiny and I, if you didn't bring this up I was gonna bring it up of you just waddling around in a little snowsuit because it is the cutest thing ever she it's a full pink snowsuit she has a little hat on and you literally it's such a huge thick snowsuit that you couldn't you could barely move so like you are it and you're two of course so movement is hard anyway and you're just yeah. kind of like waddling <laughs> around in the snow and it's it's very very adorable two-year-olds yeah. in snowsuits are in general no it's your yes this is true <laughs> what's your next next one um my next one is uh sort of about the program iMovie which is uh, has become a staple of my life for a while now um and if you don't know what iMovie is it's a program which allows you to combine several different videos or pictures and into one long video and you can add music in the background and add all sorts of like you can put text on it and transitions and it's it's pretty amazing actually it's a really cool program Mm. Um, and I have used this for a lot of things. I, my dad was the one who first introduced it to me because he used to make iMovies of our trips. It's about, like, right around when I was in probably third grade-ish, and we were just starting to go skiing really regularly, he would, uh, take actually you know when it started was when he got his gopro which is like a tiny little camera that you can wear Mm -hmm. on your helmet and he would film us like skiing down the um the slopes and then he would make an iMovie out of it and he would use the trailer function so it would he would make like a movie trailer out (laughs) of my brother and i and several of our friends skiing and be like um i don't know sophia slow but steady Marcos fast and or whatever he would like do the text over it and I loved that and now I've started making my own iMovies so last year I made like one that was like an hour long and just summarizing all of 10th grade and I put all the pictures and videos that I'd taken from 10th grade in there I've made birthday iMovies for a lot of people I made one for Bronwyn with the help of our friend Ashi for her 16th birthday Um, and one again another one this year of course (laughs) um, which I was pretty proud of I've made ones for my mom and dad for their birthdays and that's really fun because I have a lot of um, fun 
just like silly embarrassing videos of both of my mom and my dad that both of them have completely forgotten about so sitting down and watching all of these videos combined into one is such a fun experience and then I've made um videos specifically with Ashi um like just random beauty like we made a music video um last summer the summer before like a couple days before she was uh going to tennessee we spent a couple hours together and just made a really long music video and that was so much fun um yeah i i love making iMovies i make a lot of iMovies for various different occasions it's such a fun program i love then choosing the music to put over it it's a good time it's and it's they're so good like it's because here's the thing right it's not just like a combination of like back-to-back you know videos here you go it's like all the songs are specifically chosen yeah all of the like the order of things is chosen they're generally chronological they're like just so much time and effort and they're very good and thank you i enjoy making them a lot they may or may not have made me emotional (laughs) (laughs) at times yeah well thank you i enjoy making them a lot um do you have any other anecdotes that you want to wrap up with or are we good um i could do what do you think we have time for we have time for probably one more from you you sure yeah Okay, so, I mean, well, it is actually kind of a similar one to the last one you said. The thing that Ashi and I, we were, we've been friends for a while, and we never just hung out until probably high school. So for, like, the first six years of being friends, I don't think we ever just hung out. We always did something. And usually when we would go to her house, we would make movie trailers. <laughs> we made so many, and sometimes we would enlist the help of her brother. Oh and my god, that's amazing. dramatic, just like, spy movies and mysteries and absolutely everything. Um, and, that's incredible. Know, it was that, yeah, that was just kind of a small thing that, you know, I wanted to mention, because it was a quality. That, that is very good. I used to do that, like, as well as I mentioned with the trailer template for iMovie, when I was hanging out with um, uh, one of our family friends of ours, uh, son was a lot younger at the time, like two or three maybe, and he was just figuring out the joys of Nerf guns, and I took a video of him like (laughs) running around the house with a Nerf gun, and I would put text over it like, Christian the spy, it was great. It was a good time. (laughs) That's very good. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to yeah, this week's episode. It was uh, quite a time. It was a joy and a pleasure to record. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, I think that's that's all we have to say. Yeah. We, <laughs> we hope you guys are having a good week, a good month or two in quarantine um hope it's not too bad mm-hmm. so we had fun um, <laughs> doing this yes we did 
you know, that's... I don't know if I have a transition, but you should, just because, to be a good person, you should follow us on Instagram at quotes.and.anecdotes. You should follow the person, the lovely Mary, who did our cover art at Dinobyte. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. And you should email us if you think we should make this podcast a Justin fan club. <laughs> Where we just talk <laughs> and about Justin all the time. quotes and anecdotes at gmail.com. Yes. Um, thank, as usual, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we hope this Thanks. made you smile a little bit during these times. Yes. Thank you. I, we're not, we don't need to thank <laughs> anyone. Um, our, if you want to listen, that's how we usually end it. If you want to listen to our intro music, that is inspirational life. You know, and for fun. Our, yeah, just because. <laughs> our outro music is Blossoming Inspiration, as usual. That will be linked in the description. And have a wonderful... Do us a favor oh. and... If you have a second rate review, subscribe because oh, that's yeah. always nice. Because then we're like, oh my goodness. It's Thanks. True. Thanks, guys. Um, In that tone of voice. And have a wonderful two weeks until we see you again. <laughs> uh huh. Bye. Bye. Uh, oh, wait. There's a thing we have to say. Bye. 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 <laughs> You're making a whole song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forget how I started. Bye. My acquaintance. <laughs> I hate that. So much. It's so mean. I've been demoted from friend to acquaintance. <laughs> Bye, Sophia. Oh God. Bye, Bronwyn. No. Bye, my wonderful friend, Bronwyn Walsh. Goodbye. I'm trying to think of like the callbacks. Bye, Sophia too. <laughs> See what I did there. I see what you did there. Um, I don't re- by I don't remember any jokes. <laughs> it's wow. It's been so long. Yes, I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. That didn't sound very convincing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I can't by my friend Bronwyn. I can't think of anything. I know. I'm so Could've disappointed. Complimented me. I did before, but then you said it was sad. Oh, I was sad. <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> okay, bye. And cut. Bye. I'm, I'm stopping the recording. Yeah. The end. Mike,